Welcome to Big Natural Talents. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We're shy today. We're shy. Hi, girlies. Hi, girlies. Um, how are we going? What's new? The, the queen's dead. These two queens are still here. <laughs> we're here and we're back. I mean, we've talked a lot about it on our Patreon app. Yeah. But all you get here is she's dead. Yeah, we, we did do some fun queenie facts on Patreon over on our latest Patreon, Queen is Dead Emergency app. <laughs> um, two queens talked about a queen. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have that much more to add. Can I say that um, because I'm a news girly now, every time I put on the news, I mean, I, I don't know if it's more ABC than anywhere else, but yeah. it's always like blah, 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 back to the queen's death. Hello, oh, it's, it's been three days. No, I've heard so much the same facts over and over and yeah. over and over again it's all there is on tv and yeah. they're like really like getting as much as they can like mm. i saw it was on because it was in the break room at work so it was like a foxtel channel sky news or something i don't know but it was like and coming up we speak to the horticulturist that won the queen's heart when she visited australia <laughs> in 1984 with frogs <laughs> <laughs> and it's like just this guy who gave the queen a garden tour like a hundred years ago and he was like i showed her a frog and she liked it i want that to happen when i die that yeah. they interview the people like the guy from the car wash they interview the guy that picked me up yes, um in the car cafes <laughs> yeah francesco from yeah. pastizzi cafe <laughs> yes he, i mean he would absolutely give an interview or what about like the guy that like the italian guy who shouted at you from his car yeah 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 she was the most beautiful <laughs> Bella, I had ever seen. I don't. I didn't ask for a name, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. And then, like your nail girl is like, she was really, really nice. Um. Yeah, I guess so. Going for every, going for every single angle, and yeah. I just wonder, like, how long? I know. I think. Well, the funeral is on like the nineteenth. So when does this come out? This comes out not long. Uh, it comes out the day after the funeral. So you're listening to this in a post Queen's funeral world. And you let us us know what's it like out there. What's the climate? Yeah. What's the vibe out there? We're in here in this little airless little time capsule, and we're buried under the earth. Actually, this is something that I saw that mm. um I didn't even think I was going to talk about, but here we go. I saw that in Australia somewhere, maybe it's in Western Australia or something, but the Queen has like written a letter. She <gasps> wrote it in 1986, and we're not allowed to open it until 2085 or something. Oh my god! So when I was at my nonny's house, they had the, the newspaper open, and I looked open because they said there's something about changing the coins, and they said some of the old coins are worth so much money. So we were talking about that, and then this story caught my eye. They were like mm. a mysterious letter, but I didn't get a chance to read it. So you've just given me the facts I need. You can't read it, right? The letter. Yeah, I but understand. All the story about but the, the letter. story is about the letter <laughs> and why it's a mystery. So it's like, oh my god. Okay, what do you think it would say? I mean, look, it's, everyone wants it to say, like, yeah, I was a lizard all along, Illuminati is real. Like, that's what people want. But wrong. I think it'll actually just be like, I'm here on this day, the Queen Elizabeth, on the weather is fine. <laughs> like, it'll just be boring. It won't be, it's not like gossip. It's not like she's like, you actually can't open this because it's like the nuclear codes. It's just yeah. going to be like, I know, official. My corgis. Like, yeah, it'll just be. I want it to be, imagine it's her skincare routine. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, She's like, Sarah Vay Green. 
Retinol at night, SPF every day. I mean, actually, that reminds me. The one mm. of the tidbits that I had written down, and this will be a little insight into how exciting my life is, <laughs> how boring this insight is. I just bought a new lip balm, and it's SPF. And I never buy SPF lip balms because they taste gross, ah, right? Ah, good call. Do you agree? Yeah. They taste yucky. I'm just never thinking about my lips getting cancer, but maybe well, I should. Yeah, and then because I never think about it, but I religiously wear sunscreen on my face every day, not for cancer whatever about that but <laughs> to look good when I'm mm. old and then I was like well what if like am I gonna have like old lips and Crinkly a young face <laughs> oh my god that is so true did you see that viral thing that went with the lady's neck yeah I think I sent it to you you know what's gonna happen slowly a different piece of body there's gonna be like an ugly photo of like really bad wrinkles and sunspots so then you're gonna start slowly like yeah, they- covering every inch of your body. <laughs> the next photo they'll go for is like an ugly decolletage. And then that yes. moment, so it's like, I won't do it unless an ugly viral photo drops. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, obviously it makes sense. Absolutely. Because this photo was um this woman who had worn sunscreen on her face every day, apparently. And she was like, had like old lady skin, but like clear, beautiful. Soft. And then she didn't put on her neck and her neck was like wrinkled and haggard and it looked covered like in age crocodile spots. skin yeah just the handbag the, the difference <laughs> yeah and so that is like a scare tactic and i sent it to several people mm. um but yeah you got to reveal every part of the body yeah before you even think about because like before I, I do anything about anything something i think about a lot and this shows you how interesting my life is <laughs> but um is that i have a like i don't know if the word is a mole but mm-hmm. it's like a let's just say it's a mole but it, it's like, I think what I it think is- it's a little bit of chocolate. <laughs> That's fine. Chocolate brownie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. This is a quick aside because uh, I, I, I work, I have to wear an apron mm. and I just do admin at work. Like it's really very theater that I have to wear this apron. Um, <laughs> but I was, Are you a chef? Yeah. No, no. I just doing admin in my apron. But like other people in the store, because it's hardware stuff, they get really dirty and like they're actually working hard with their aprons. Yeah. And like I like was just eating a Kit Kat and I got like chocolate on my apron and I was like, I'm going to have marks on my apron, but it's not going to be dirt. <laughs> it's going to be chocolate. They're like, oh, you out in the soil, Lauren. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was soil. And um, this is like some dust from when I was doing wood um, cutting. <laughs> oh, is that a bit of caramel on that? <laughs> it's tree sap, actually. Yeah, and a peanut. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have this thing on my head, like a mole, that's mm-hmm. I think from the sun. And I, don't worry, I've checked it with the doctor a million times. Okay, good. I, it's not, I don't think it's cancerous, but like it could be, we don't know. And my nonno, <laughs> my beautiful nonno, who's like, you know, a balding old Italian man, he's got like a million of these sunspots because he's a builder and he'd be in the sun and he'd yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so only I see this, only I know it. When I part my hair, I can feel it. And I want to get it chopped the hell off. But my boyfriend's dad, who's a doctor, is like, you know that that means you're like, I mean, actually, he's like a really funny guy. So it's really hard to know when he's joking and when he's serious. But he was like, you'll have a bald spot for a while. I have to chop off all your hair. And like, and so I just have to. Yeah. So the point of the story is I have this thing that reminds me I need to wear a hat because this probably came from a girl who's like, I've got hair on my head. There's nothing that can touch me. Just kidding. I, yeah. I've got sunspots. I've got crazy. So it's like, here's the motto. And you're the sun's safe girly and I'm the whore in the sun girly. <laughs> you literally need to cover every single part. So yeah, the SPF do. on the lips, absolutely. We have to. And why haven't we been doing that? SPF on the lips, forever on the <laughs> hips. The sunspots you'll have on your hips from not wearing sunscreen <laughs> on your hips. Yeah. And I've just been thinking about 
sorry for the cosmetic chat, but um, you know, I always feel better when I'm my when I am tanned. When I'm my more olive complexion, yeah. I feel the most me. I feel Italian. I feel beautiful. <laughs> and maybe um, that's my problem. I need to feel Italian. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to feel Italian. You should feel Italian. It's so good. You don't need to be Italian to feel Italian. Absolutely not. Eating you a just, pasta, you feel Italian. It's that um, what do they call it? <laughs> The, the art of doing nothing or something. Oh, that, I think I know what you mean. Uh, maybe it's French. I don't know. It's the art of feeling Italian. <laughs> the art of feeling Italian. <laughs> and I've just, every time I take a selfie or something, my face is so pale because of not getting sun, but also because I've been religiously wearing SPF. And I always think, oh, come summer, it'll be fine. But no, I should be using fake tan stuff. Because yeah. even in summer, I'll be wearing SPF. And I don't feel myself. Yeah. Anyways, I just had that realization of being like, what are you waiting for, girly? Yeah. I just looked up the Italian as well. And it's, um. I mean, it would make sense for you to read this, but I think I'll read it please, instead. Please, please. Il dolce fa niente. Il dolce fa niente. Is that the sweet? Yeah. So il dolce is sweet and fa niente is doing nothing. Yeah, it's like the sweetness of doing nothing. That's the motto. And I absolutely <laughs> learned it from Eat, Pray, Love, the movie. No way! Of course, oh my every, God. everything I know, <laughs> I learnt from Eat, Pray, Love, the movie. Fuck. And I read the book and I've already like forgotten most of yeah. it. I need to watch the Boring. film. You need to watch the film. You haven't seen the film. I haven't seen the film. <laughs> what? I need to watch the film. You need to watch the film. <laughs> if you have a mole in your head, it might not. It, like, I mean, if it was cancerous, yeah, you have to cut it out. You just have to have a bald spot. Yeah. But it's probably not. You can just like have a mole. I know. It's just like aesthetic. It's like the reason why someone's like, you should love yourself, but you're like, I'm going to get plastic surgery for yeah. me. It's for me. Would That's you, what it like, feels like. Does it like. really aesthetically bother you to have a mole under your hair that no one can yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Write that down. That's crazy. Let it be shown in the notes. I have, I mean, like I have a mole on my arm that like Pete, the world can see. Like, do you find that <laughs> reprehensible? No, no, no. I think it's adorable because it's not mine. I don't know. I was, I have like a mole right in like the crease of my nose and it's like, Oh, but it's like not it's skin color and yeah. it's small. But I was like, is it getting bigger? Ooh, is it good gonna, to check? Am I gonna be like a haggard old woman with like a great <laughs> big nose? And I was like, well, should I get it burned off? But like, will that leave a scar? So true. And then another thing that I learned, actually, sorry, I lied when I said I learned everything from Eat Pray Love. <laughs> I also learned things from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> uh, another thing I learned was like, if you have like a cut on your face and you go to the emergency room and they start stitching you up, say like, no, only a plastic surgeon touches the face whoa because you don't want like some intern doing stitches on your face that is so true sorry a big frankenstein scar this is just like your um advice for it's like if you slip or fall at work you don't call an ambulance first you call the <laughs> you lawyer. Call your lawyer and if you're getting surgery on your face girlies yeah you only tell them a plastic surgeon's hands yeah. are allowed to touch your face i'm bleeding profusely from <laughs> yes. the head i've got a gash across my face you've got a work if you've got a workplace gash on your face yeah you need you, to call first you can't i don't know what you're gonna you, you can't can't do call a cosmetic lawyer yeah oh my god they should be cosmetic lawyers <laughs> and they're a plastic surgeon slash lawyer yeah <laughs> there's definitely at least one girl boss who is that this is honestly a sitcom <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do yeah this is a this is the show yeah and my first name shanae shanae and what's her last name my name's Shanae Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> and when I became a lawyer, everyone thought I was done. But then I went to med school and I became a plastic surgeon. 
So if you get cut on your face at work, I'm who you call. <laughs> I'm in the boardroom and I'm in the um, operating room. <laughs> from boardroom to operating room, no, from courtroom to operating room. Yeah. I'm your gal. Ever any kind of emergency. <laughs> Shanae Monroe. I think actually it might not be a sitcom. It's like a reality show. Yeah, yeah. In the like s- selling sunset. Yeah, yeah. But it's just this one lady. Because no one else would be a lawyer and a plastic surgeon. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Unless you have anything else, I'm dying to get into this. The girlies, the long-time stands, know that when we've got nothing, when nothing is happening in our world, we turn to fun gimmicks, like questions off the internet. And I'm sort of dying to to ask you questions from this document. A hundred plus random and unexpected yes or no questions. (laughs) And I'm so excited because they've got like, can I just tell you the categories? And then we can go to yourself. There's funny yes or no questions. There's random yes or no questions. There's juicy and embarrassing yes or no questions to ask friends. There's simple icebreaker yes or no questions. Oh, yeah. There's tricky yes or no questions. Tricky. And there's deep yes or no questions. Okay, I mean, I want to kind of cover the... I want to I know! We should go... I want to do a few. It's a tasting taste. Yeah, it's a charcuterie. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I mean, I've got other stuff we can talk yeah, about. Go, but let, go. No, 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 no. Let's do oh, this. Let's sure. do some questions. Okay, okay. Where do you want to start? You know, do if you want to just go to one each? I can like... save my stuff. <laughs> sure. Okay, All right, f- yeah. funny. You let's go. start with one from one. funny. Um, have you ever pulled off an elaborate prank? Oh, oh, the one prank that jumps to mind that I can think of. Mm. Oh, my God. It's a yes or no question. But that is no, not, no, that's I not conducive No, no, no. Of course. Don't worry. Me and my brother did a prank with our school photos one year like the night before school photos we were like oh my god we should both pull the same face in our school photo and we were like okay what if we do this like pulling our lip to the side like pulling like the bottom of like our lip down like it's like droopy lip and um because you know like if you're in the school photo like they don't like let you pull a face Mm. like it was elaborate because me and my brother were like okay we need to like make them think like that's what our faces look like so I was like in the line doing the math. No. So like they had to like think that I had a facial defect. Maybe this is problematic. <laughs> but it was a different time. Yeah. So I was like, me and my brother both planned it to the left side, would do our lips, our faces, and like I had to like do the face like while they saw me, and then I did my photo and then <gasps> and we got our photos back like weeks later. And my mom was so mad. mad. She's meant to send that to all the family yeah. members. But guess what? Now really funny really funny dude really funny because now we've got these two photos where we're both going like ooh to the side and we'll post them on please the Instagram. please post them that's so funny yeah it's it's what's amazing is it's it's on the on the scale of pranks it's small scale mm. but big impact yeah long lasting timeless <laughs> timeless <Got> forever <laughs> okay can you ask me one from funny and then we can go to okay. the next one okay ooh <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, some of these I already know the answer to. So true. Have you ever laughed so hard you peed your pants? Yes. Constantly. She has. Do you laugh at your own jokes? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, are you gullible? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, this might have a good story. Have you ever been mad at someone because of a dream you had? <laughs> I think the answer is definitely yes. It has to be yes, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Do you get mad at Ben for what he does up in that dream world? <laughs> 
I mean, that man's never told me about a dream, and I think that's why, because he he knows we'll be in trouble yeah. if he wakes up and tells me he dreamt about, I don't know, Sofia Vergara mm. or something, <laughs> whereas, like, I tell him all my dreams. But also, I, I really do think, from what I've learned about Ben, is that he has quite innocent dreams. Like, I've told you, he sleeps like a puppy. He's like... He's like punching and kicking yeah. and running in his dreams. So I'm not seeing a lot of like Hong Kong kind of actions. No, no, no. Or okay, like... I agree. But the, I think the question was actually asking like, oh. did you, from a dream you had. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been mad at someone? Because... Oh my God, it's when you dream yeah. something. And then, wow, so it's like, if you dream that, you Ben yeah. cheated on me. And then I, I mean, that's, I was going to say that's sick, but it's, it's not. Like, it's, I understand. It's in the realm of something that will happen to you. It will yeah. happen. Like, it's a matter of time if you haven't already had a little fight with Ben, had a little quibble, if, <laughs> if I may say the word. You may. Um, I don't – I actually don't have a story off the top of my head to answer yeah, for that. That's hard. But Ben once said that he, like, dreamt about me, like, dying or being alone and it made him sad. And that was awesome. Wow. That's so nice to know. It's so nice to know. Okay, here's time for random. Yeah. Have you ever stayed up all night long? Uh, yeah, I'm sure I have, but I don't know if I've got a crazy story. Yeah, that's fine. I have a better one. Yeah. Can you speak in pig Latin? <laughs> <laughs> I weigh S-A-I-A-N-K. Okay, actually, this is hard. Hang on. I weigh, well, I weigh, um. I weigh. Oh, S-A- yeah. S-A-I. Why, yes, I can. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me and Conchetta, when we were on the Gold Coast a few years ago, of course, it's like where anything good has ever happened in our lives. Yeah. We we were trying really hard to get really good at pig Latin. I think I had the idea. I don't know why I had the idea, but I was like, <laughs> we should like get really good at pig Latin. Yeah, because it's like a secret language. Yeah. Imagine if you could be really fluent, but it, you can never really be that fluent. Like it's so hard. I have a feeling the people who were fluent were like lads. Of like yeah. a different time, yeah. like the 2009, 2008. And I feel like they're the guys that like one day will get on ABC News and they'll they'll talk. They have the history of, of Pig Latin and using it and like <laughs> the oral history. <laughs> the oral history of Pig Latin and using it for pranks and all kinds of shenanigans. Yeah. But there was my mom and my auntie had like a language because I think it was, I don't know how they knew anyone. They didn't go to school at Skeggs. They went to school at like Burwood Girls or something. Um, but I think it started at the school skegs, but it was like a language where you add like skeg or skega in between each syllable that you say. And they were like still really good. They had retained it. And my auntie, especially, she was just like, and they could just like say all this stuff. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. I reckon it really would deceive teachers yeah a teacher would have no idea what the fuck is happening yeah and sometimes pig latin is really obvious what you're saying but sometimes yeah. it's not sometimes it's not sometimes say it's it's <laughs> a otne you sound so fancy when you do it it's really classy i do it really elegant <laughs> you know how they did this thing with the coin it was like the anniversary of like uh, the australian um co- like secret they make codes and stuff. Know. Does anyone know this? <laughs> I swear to God, there's there was... heaps of special coins. Okay, okay, okay. So codes, like um, or like Morse code I operators. I think like 
CIA. Just say there's an Australian CIA, right? Wow. They like crack codes and they make codes and they like do mysterious stuff. This is cool. I mean, this is a real gossip. Yeah, they had their anniversary of some like 50, 100 million years, mm. whatever. And what they did is they brought out a special coin that had a secret code. Like I'm talking like 50 million different codes on this small little coin to crack. And they were saying, reach out if you cracked it because you could have a job with us. And a 14-year-old boy Whoa. cracked it in like three hours. So what I'm trying to say is like, Maybe one day we do like a pig Latin code and we're like, if you can crack this, you'll be in Big then Natural you, Then you have to join the podcast. That's how they did. Um, I mean, I don't know the coins are, but that's how they, um, I want to say like cast, but that's my showbiz brain. <laughs> yeah. That's how they like recruited for people to <gasps> solve the Enigma code in World War Two. Oh, oh my God. One. Oh my God. I don't know. I watched the movie with Benedict Cumberbatch in it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Alan Turing, who invented the first computer, they like made a really hard crossword or a cryptic crossword, yeah. put it in the newspaper, and they're like, if you solve this in five minutes, call us and you can come have an audition. And then Kira Knightley did it really well. See, that's that's the coolest way to do anything. Yeah, of, like throw it out to literally how like I can't think of Open anything else. Casting. Yeah, of being like, if you're good, if like the only way you'll get this job if you do this. Whereas like retail it. You can just do it. There's not well, retail like- kind of is like that. Like that's kind of a bad example because it is pretty open call. Yeah. Let's say like a surgeon. It's like we're gonna mail everyone in the country uh, a, a pig with a, a knife in it, and if you can operate on it and fix it, then you get to be a doctor. If you win operation, that old game. Yeah, you just play the board game. That'd be a little bit more practical. <laughs> Sorry, it was the Australian Signals Directorate. Okay. Don't know what they do, but there's something to do with codes. And look, this was the the coin. It was wow. a fifty cent piece that had a hidden code in it. I want to crack the code. I know I wouldn't though. I know. I can hardly... feel amazing. It'd be so good because, like, imagine it's like doing the wordle times ten. <laughs> yeah, like times a... fifty. That's how I feel when I do an escape room and I ask for a clue every one minute. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, my beautiful mind. <laughs> the cogs are turning. <laughs> okay, wait. Um. Let me um, throw this to you if you wanted to ask me oh, a yeah, fun yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Okay. They're a bit basic, some of these. If yeah. we can just move to the next section. <laughs> Do you like the Kardashians? And <laughs> yes and no, actually. That is a complicated S-yay question. S-yay and O-nay. <laughs> S-yay and O-nay. Oh, um, I mean, all of this is... Oh, have you ever won a contest? <gasps> yes. What did you win? Um, when I was in school, I entered the... Um, what's it called? It was like a, a music festival of music kind of competition. And um, I entered in the singing and I actually couldn't, like it's almost like from a movie. So I was never really like brought up singing and dancing or doing anything. But when I did choir, I'm pretty sure this beautiful teacher I had, Mrs. Birmingham, she like, I don't know, she pulled me aside or something, but she just like encouraged me that I had a really good voice. And she was like, I'm gonna train, I'm gonna help you train for this like competition. And we would do these like sessions where she'd play piano and I would sing this song and I'd learn how to what read was the, the music. Song? Oh my God, I know it. It's um, Where Is Love? You won't know it. It's, oh it's like yeah. A, it's like a- Where? Yes, yeah, how yeah. do you know that? Is it from something? Um, It's in something. It's in something. And I don't know musical, so I don't know what the fuck it's from, but she picked the song. And I learned it. And then I entered this competition and I remember one of my ex-best friends was this girl I was best friends with. How old were you? Um, oh, I would have been like in year 
four or year okay. five. And she already has enemies. She's already burnt bridges. Absolutely. It was it was like I was in this little trio and then like like one girl she was like she was like rich and cool and popular and I'm not cool and like was not as rich as her like did not it was like very different she was like super super rich and cool and I was like a loser who wore like the same clothes all the time and then there was this really nice girl and they clicked more and so whatever we stopped being friends and I remember in this competition we're all sitting in the seats and she had entered and she was like in her group and they were all like snickering and like I'm just a loser getting up singing this like old traditional song mm. and um and they're they're in their slutty little costumes gonna yeah do it Justin Timberlake, you know. Yeah, they're singing cool songs. And, like, I just remember, you know, just doing it because this teacher believed in me and I had no one being, like, go off girly and I didn't have, like, a group of friends. And then I ended up winning. Wow. It was huge. And I had to sing at the school in the chapel. <gasps> I had to sing, like, all the winners, the first places, had to, like, perform. It's a punishment. It is because wait till you hear how it goes. And, like, my family still to this day, they don't love to watch – me do the thing, it's too scary and anxious to watch your little kid perform. And so I'm singing my song and I found the video recently and I watched it and it's awesome. I'm actually <laughs> awesome. But I carried all this shame because on the last note, my voice went, ah. <laughs> And that's when your voice broke, you became a woman, it changed. <laughs> and then you were, ah. And then you're like, so my boyfriend, anyway, he's this crazy guy. What's the deal with that? You start doing comedy yeah. right then, right there. Absolutely. It's like that Cat Cohen thing, like no one wanted to kiss me, so now I do comedy. Yeah. But it, watching it back, it wasn't that bad. It just was like flat and then I got it or something. Yeah. But I just remember coming off and I think all my mum's anxiety, if I can bring my looking back with knowledge of my mum, like instead of like consult, being like, like she was like, okay, but it was very clear that I like, blew the end and like that it must have overshadowed the whole thing and so I just remember like pushing it down and being like yeah I can never do that again and I was so bad when it was like kind of fine and it was scary and it was just probably my mum projecting that she would never have done that yeah so that's my story wow singing they should have put that question in the deep section I know well I just made it deep okay simple icebreaker is there anything here are you an extrovert no okay do you like scary movies no. <laughs> um, you do, don't No, I don't, I don't mind them, but sometimes they're too scary, you know? Yeah. Do you have a favorite restaurant? Actually, I'm – I mean, I've got a few, I think, but I don't have, like, Is one devotional. Well, yeah, I mean, that's in there. <laughs> <laughs> if I was, like – I would never say it, but if I was, like, brutally honest with myself, like, <gasps> McDonald's would easily be in the top ten, right? Yeah, right. Also, like, enough, like, restaurants I go to, like, I don't really go to restaurants that much because mm. I cook a lot. And, yeah, um, you're your own restaurant. Yeah, that was like, I don't. Maybe I need to change my career path. I love cook. I think I can cook anything you as can. good as any restaurant. You totally can. It was like Alex was like, "What would be the best meal of your life?" And I was like, "Oh, if I made like a vegetable lasagna." You know, that's so beautiful. I mean, it's nice, really. And I'm like, um, if I go to Macca's and I get like a fresh nugget, <laughs> I'm hungry now. That's so um, good. I saw a question there that was, oh. do you like gossip? <laughs> <laughs> no, we hate the stuff. Yeah. Do you like to read? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Leanne Moriarty. Leanne Moriarty. <laughs> I'm still like I have not made any headway on my kids' book. I need to really finish it and bring it home. <laughs> you need a knuckle down. <laughs> I do. 
I finished my series of books that I was reading, the one that I think I mentioned yeah. about Ruth Galloway, the yeah. forensic archaeologist. Oh my God. And I need to wait for like the next one to come out now. And now I just, I'm like reading another book, but I'm like, I don't care about <laughs> these people. Like who, I'm like, yeah, who are you? Like, wh- I, where's my friend Ruth? Where's Cathbad? He just had COVID. I hope he's okay. That is so it's cute. kind of a lot going on in that world. That, that is really cute. I'm now not privy to. <laughs> Oh, okay, this might be a good question because mm. I would, I think I'd hate to do this, but also I would want to do it like because it was on Goop, the TV show. Would you ever do a polar plunge? So like jumping into like ice water. Oh my God. Ben just did that. He's been doing it. Guys like Ben do that every, every day. day. <laughs> Rathy does it they, every day. Cambo, Chenny. They're all, all of the greatest comedians in <laughs> you Sydney, know. you know, are sitting in a sauna <laughs> together. And then they're going in a cold pool. And maybe that's what I need to do. <laughs> maybe like the fact that I can't bear that is like an emotional. Yeah. You know, that's like a, a blockage in my life that, that I can't push myself. To I go mean, the next I level. feel like that's 90% of people that are blocked. No one's doing that. Yeah. I just don't want to be physically uncomfortable for like one, one second. It's the Kim Cattrall motto. Yes. I don't want to do anything <laughs> that I don't want to do. I, w- I thought, it, I think I tweeted this the other day. I was like, what if like, I don't want to sit in a sauna. It's like so hot and sweaty. It's like, what if you could go into a room instead of a sauna that was just perfect room temperature, optimal humidity. Like you can't even, like you could be naked, but you wouldn't feel cold. You wouldn't feel hot. It's just perfect blood temperature room. That's so funny. It's like, you couldn't get me out of there. Yeah, I'd lock myself in That's there. where I want to be. I don't want to go in a sauna. Yuck. <laughs> I would do it. I mean, Ben and I have talked about, I would just try it once. I Yeah. I imagine the way I felt about cold showers, which mm. felt like an affront to me and my humanity and my yeah. belief in enjoying myself every second in the art of doing nothing. Like I was so furious at Ben that he would do that. He and can't do it. What's cool is he's a changed man. He now is a bit about it that what a crazy concept that he, cause the idea was if you woke up and the you did the hardest thing first, like if you have a cold shower then everything else is easy. And he's like, but also you just don't have to do that. Like, it's like, what if you go on holiday? You need to like get mugged. This is, his, I'm literally yeah. pirating his bit, but he's like, should I just get mugged? So then the rest of the trip will be good. It's like, you can just wake up and have a nice day. You can just yeah. do. Th- I literally, um, I don't know if I did it much or anything, but I was trying to write a bit about this as well. Oh ages God. ago, ages ago. And yeah, the idea was like, cause it's like, yeah, if you do it, then that's the hardest thing you're going to do today. It's like, okay, so you have a cold shower and then your wife died and you're like, oh, but I was pretty cold before. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no. I, I met someone, someone who you know as well. Mm. And she hasn't had hot water in her apartment like for months. She just doesn't have hot water. She's like, yeah, I don't have hot water. And I was like, I'd kill myself. I'd kill myself. I can't even, what do you mean? Like it's been winter. Every water I use on me is warm to hot. I'm like, what are you doing? What are we doing? I can hardly wash my hands and face with cold water. Absolutely. I, that, like, I think about it often now. Me and I too. Think, wow. What kind of, that, what uh, life? That Kim Cattrall That's, thing, but it's hot water. I don't want to be in a situation where I can't have hot water for no. even a single second. Even if it's a hot day and I think I'm going to have a cold shower, no. I get in and I'm like tepid and I'm like, oh, and I end up turning it up. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in that you can only have cold foods on warm days. I'm having cold foods on cold days. I'm having a boiling hot spaghetti bolognese <laughs> on a boiling hot day. And I'm having a boiling hot shower on a 30 degree day. Yeah. I need it. I need it. Back off. <laughs> Stop it. But anyway, I guess I would do a polar plunge. Just I've to never try it. I'd, if I was like in Finland, if I was like with Wim Hof doing the workshop. <laughs> 
and like learning the breathing exercises in his cottage and then like we like lay on the ground and he told me about his wife's death and stuff like i do i do it if wim hof was there yeah any other scenario no i'd do anything if wim hof was there though. i would do any anything anyone told if me wim to do. hof jumped off the harbor bridge would you yes <laughs> if he taught me the techniques to survive it <laughs> i i'm excited to get into deep are you ready to get all into right deep? let's do some deep then we should wrap soon i know no um mm. fuck oh my god this is crazy i, I mean, sort of want to do this one even though it's like the first one but right. and i know what the answer is but i sort of would like to hear you talk about it but have you experienced true love yeah yeah but i need it more than that i think so <laughs> i hope so because but but then you know you hear people like say like when they're like really old they're like i thought i loved my wife but then i met my other wife that's and I so realized. sad I was like, that's so don't sad don't say that to me you're that's saying scary. that i could be with ben forever and i could still die and he could be like what if that i happens? thought i experienced true love but not until i met yeah. shanae shanae monroe <laughs> I mean, I think if I met Shanae Monroe, I'd probably love her. (laughs) (laughs) I love Shanae. I believe her. I just can see you, like, reading a series of books about Shanae Monroe written by Leanne Moriarty. Oh. I think it would just, like... My kingdom (laughs) to read the Shanae Monroe trilogy by Leanne Moriarty. How are we spelling Shanae? I picture is this. S-H-A-N-A-E. Same. (laughs) Exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, so clear. She's so... She's she's alive. She's in the room. (laughs) Like, she's... God, that's the magic. <laughs> when you create a character, they come to life. Anyway. Oh, um, my God. True. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. But how would you explain it? What? What's a What's a thing? Because I literally was just crying about this yesterday with Ben feeling that feeling of true love. But, like, what's a, a sentiment <laughs> or, a, a, like, a small example or a thing that you were like, oh, this hit different to perhaps. And it is it? I mean, I know it's Alex, but, like, did you yeah. feel it before? Is that... Could you say that you like you thought you're in love before him and then this is the true would you say that same statement or not really? I think like um I mean I think I've loved um more than one person. Like I, I wouldn't say like I didn't even know what love was. And mm-hmm. I mean I don't mean that to like diminish what me and Alex have at all because that's like a completely different thing as well to like yeah. love someone and then like also like have it continue to grow, like not just kind of be stunted in that superficial like bad place. Mm. Um I don't know, I guess, like, maybe it's that kind of feeling of ease. And so maybe not to cheapen it, like, but when I say, like, to true love, like, you could apply it to, like, very close friends and stuff as well. Yeah, it should be easy. So, like, because like I said before, when you asked me in the um, uh, tr- tricky section, I don't think I'm an extrovert. Mm. So I really like being alone and stuff. But I feel like if I'm, like, with just Alex or, like, some of my very closest friends, then, like, you're not being drained no. At all. You kind of, you're like recharging yeah. each other. That is true love. Like and it more, also sounds like you've got true yeah. love with yourself. I mean. You're your one true love. Not many people would agree with that. <laughs> not many medical professionals would agree with that statement. <laughs> but it's good that it sounds like I'm on my way. <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> and I'd also say like, because I don't feel drained when I'm with Alex, but when I'm with Tony, my cat, 
I'm trained. Oh my god, he's so demanding. This is so funny. It's Tony so also is like a fully realized character, like sitting at this booth with us. He's fucking crazy right it's now. So funny. <laughs> my cat. What am I gonna do? He's he, like a man. He's like he, a full-on man. It's just hilarious. Yeah, he just follows me around the house, like crying. <laughs> He's like, "Take me to the park." And then I was just standing in my bedroom before I came, and he jumped and like clawed and like climbed up my back. He hasn't done it for so long. He just climbed up my body like it was a tree. It hurt. It just feels like he's such a man in that like he both demands and expects yeah your attention yeah your full devotion every to every whim yeah he- <laughs> you get home and he's like, "Where have you been? Where the fuck have you been?" You leave and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> What the fuck are you do- like? Wh- are you just like going to the park without me? Oh my god, I'm sick. I feel sick. This is so funny. Oh my god. Okay, we should, do we, we need to wrap in- it up? Yeah, let's wrap. We got some gossip. Yeah, we got to go to gossip. I've got a really interesting gossip. I'm going to tease it, please. And it's something I saw on Twitter, but I maybe not everyone sees things. I always assume I'm like, oh, didn't you see that on Twitter? And people are like, no, I don't spend eight hours a day in like the dark corners of the <laughs> internet. And I'm like, oh, it's weird. <laughs> But I saw some conspiracy theories around Britain's new Prime Minister, Liz Liz Truss. That's her name. I nearly called her Liv. Oh, my God. So it's funny for me to say I'm a news girly, but didn't know this. And also, it's a girly? Yeah, there's a girly in charge. There was one, like, one day when there were two Liz's in charge of the UK. And then one died. Oh, my God. Wow. I just got that. Liz Truss. I think she's a she is a girly, but she's um, I think she's like a conservative. She's a Tory and I think she's evil. I haven't looked into it, but I think we don't like her. We don't like her, but it is another girly. She is a girly. She's not one of the girlies. Okay, she's a different girly. She's like a separate from us girly. Yeah, (laughs) she's in a different stew, (laughs) different broth, different vegetables, different flavors, less umami, a bit bland. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so um tune into that on thursday as usual grab our merch we love getting your photos i have to show you this really great photo of this girly who has a, f- a tattoo of a s- of a snake and a spider she didn't <gasps> realize that she ha- had that and no, all- no no she realized she got it for us yeah she did get yeah. it for us um do that follow us um on instagram go to our patreon you can listen to the, the liz episode dead liz dead liz and that's all that's all all right Bye. Bye.